Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show and podcast. I'm your host, Christine Innes. I am delighted because we have the amazing Kelly joining us this morning, all the way from the other side of the world. Welcome, beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so looking forward to this. I know. We're just saying like how polar opposite, like we're having a heat wave and you've just had like how many inches of snow? Eight inches of snow. (laughs) Like super crazy. (laughs) It is. It really is. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Look, before we dive in, I would really love for people to get to know you. So I'll hand it over to you to introduce yourself and then we're going to dive into some really amazing topics today. Yeah, so um, so I am, again, Kelly, and I help hectic, high-achieving women reclaim their health and their freedom in their mind and body. So it's something that's impacted me deeply, and I know we're going to dive into it, but that's why I'm just so passionate about what I do and who I help. I love it. I, I mean, I think we've had this conversation a few times because, you know, both high-achieving people, you know, I think also too, like for me, like a people pleaser. So, you know, you constantly wanting just to please everybody, but it really does come to a point, doesn't it? Like it just affects not just your mental health, but you know, for me, I suffered burnout. So it mm-hmm. has a, a real serious effect when we constantly in that high achieving mode. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's what I experienced too. And in I was experiencing a lot of health issues because of it. And I was just masking everything with like, okay, I need to keep busy. I need to suppress my emotions. And I realized that now I didn't know at the time, but I was just basically numbing myself out by engrossing myself in the next big achievement, the next thing that it's just keeping busy doing my to-do list. And it, it wore on me to the point where I experienced chronic back pain and had all kinds of different health issues because of that. And so that's why this needs to be discussed in, you know, and put out there because there's so many women who maybe are experiencing this where they don't even realize that they're under this constant stress. They feel like they're never enough. They're constantly striving for the next big thing, pressure all around, and you feel like you're trapped. And you can see the writing on the wall, but you feel like you don't have an escape from that. Mm, Oh, I love it so much. I love how I want to go back because you just said something that really hit home with me is you're numbing it. Because when I had my not so gracious exit, I had my burnout, like I got sick. I literally learned, had to learn how to feel again because I didn't learn, like I wasn't expressing my emotions. I didn't know how to feel happy or sad, you know, all that sort of stuff. And a lot of people don't understand that that is a true symptom and sort of like a cause and effect of burnout. Mm-hmm. Oh, it absolutely is. And, and I don't know if you experienced this, but this was my experience is that it was really easy for me to feel guilt shame and fear and that like scarcity mindset. But the idea of feeling joyful and present and at peace was so foreign to me. I'm like, how do, how do you get there? You know, I thought I would be there because I'd have these like glimmers of like, oh, that was a fun moment. But then I would look back and like realize I actually wasn't present there. And I, I felt like I could, couldn't even have permission to feel those emotions because I had to stay in this place. And I think what it for was for me, and this is what I've experienced with many women I worked with, is that you go back to what's most familiar. So if you are in a place of shame and guilt and fear, and this is what you know, and this in many times 
actually drives you to continue to work harder. And so you get these external validation that this is how you should feel because you do achieve things. So you stay in this, this cycle of, okay, I need to feel guilty because I didn't do enough today. So tomorrow I'll do more. So I don't feel guilty. And then I'll keep on doing this and then I'll get the achievement. So of course, this is a good thing that I'm doing. It's validating it. So it keeps you trapped, but it's really those emotions that are higher that you need to experience in life. And if you don't give yourself permission and intentionally move in that direction, you're never going to get out of that cycle. Mm. I remember earlier on that somebody said to me, I give you permission. And it was literally those words because we go back to, like you said, that childlike state. And if somebody, you know, literally just turn around and say, hey, I give you permission to do that. So for anyone listening, like I give you permission to feel because I think sometimes we just need those words to actually say it's okay for you to feel the way that you do. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And that that's really what it is. And sometimes it's really hard for us to give ourselves permission because we don't, we just can't see outside of what we're experiencing. So just for you to say that, even if you don't know somebody and they're saying that, like you have permission to feel those emotions and you really have to feel those emotions because especially if you're a high achiever, usually you're a very intellectual person. So you may even get stuck in the idea of intellectualizing your emotions. So you think you're feeling them, but really what you're doing is just reading the next self-help book. You're listening to the next podcast. You're just bombarding yourself with information and overanalyzing and trying to figure out what does this mean and giving it meaning. And, And meanwhile, you're actually just staying busy in your mind. So you're not actually moving yourself forward. You're just trapping yourself even more with more information. So it is really just about sitting, feeling, and giving yourself some grace and allowing yourself to just feel what you feel. Even if it's uncomfortable, just feel it. I'm such a big believer and I teach my clients this, like for in order for you to heal, you need to feel because you don't know what you need to heal unless you're feeling all of the emotions. And Mm -hmm. that's every range of everything that could come in. And for me, like I feel happy, sad, whatever in like five minutes of the day. So, you know, like, and, and people now say to you, oh, you're a very emotional person. And that used to be a trigger for me because I thought, oh, well, I'm too emotional. But now I actually see it as a gift because I truly understand and can feel my emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is a gift. And it, and I, I'm, I completely agree because I was also that person like, I couldn't feel things. So I didn't realize that. And this has been something I've been very intentional about in the last few years, like literally giving myself permission to feel that. And now I realize that I, since I've been doing that, how closed off I was to experiencing emotion. And it is so important to have that range. You know, you can only appreciate the joy in your life when you experience some of the sorrow and, and vice versa. So you need to feel the range, but what I've experienced, I don't know if this is your experience, but a lot of times, you know, when I wasn't intentional about it, I, like I said, I was stuck in those shame and guilt emotions and it just stayed on. But now that I have given myself freedom to do that, it's like I can get into the shame and guilt, but I don't stay there long. And now I stay in a higher energy throughout the day and can experience more of those joys. So I think that's what it's important to know is that when you do the work, it doesn't mean you don't ever experience those emotions, but you don't experience them long and they're not usually as intense or stifling to your life. And that's the beauty of it. Mm, I love that so much because 
I think so many women out there, you know, we've been, I guess like the society has taught us that, you know, we have to, women, we have to do it all. We can do it all. So we have to do it all. So that's where the pressure also comes from. And then there's the generational stuff that sort of gets layered onto it as well. So then you sort of feel inadequate. You feel like you're not doing enough or, oh, I'm just a mum or I'm just that. And mm-hmm. I think that's also part of like an identity crisis that comes into play as well. Oh, absolutely. And your identity is everything. I mean, if you identify as a certain person who I do everything, I'm the go-to person for everyone. I'm the person that has it under control. And that's how you identify people then, you know, expect that out of you. And to maintain that long-term where you're the go-to person, you're the person who gets everything done. That is really hard. And deep down, there is this knowing that, you know, you can't keep this up for long, or, you know, that you're compromising yourself, or, you know, you're betraying yourself by trying to take care of everything. And so that discrepancy between what you're showing the world and what you know as your truth, even if it's a quiet whisper, becomes a huge point of stress within your life. And it's it's really nearly impossible to maintain that long-term without some kind of consequence. Mm, absolutely. And I feel that, you know, the more we start to have these conversations, it's, it's almost like people are starting to recognize because I think like back then like you know 2015 is when it happened to me and it wasn't talked about a lot and a lot of the times like I felt like oh am I making this up like what like I should be okay you know like I've got all the things that you know I've been told that I need like why am I feeling like this but the more we have these conversations it's almost like we're normalizing to let people know that it's okay to have these moments have these feelings yeah, 100%. And and that is so true. And what I, I know I got trapped in, I know many women can relate to this, is that you're told that, just like you said, if you have these external things in your life, you have a good job, you have a family, or you have a house or a nice place to live, you should be happy, you know? And so you internalize that. That's how you should feel. But what we don't listen to is our little voice inside ourselves. Like, what do I actually want in my life? Because we're trying to constantly conform to what society tells us or what we grew up finding out that that was happiness. We're, we're always striving for this obscure thing of that's happiness. And even when we get all the things that make our life look exactly like that image that was painted as happiness, there's just a lack of fulfillment. And so we take it on ourselves. Like, what is wrong with me? How am I so not grateful for what's what I have in my life? How can I not be happy? But that's because you were chasing someone else's dream. You need to chase your own dream. You got to listen to what's in your heart. Maybe it's not having this beautiful house and this high end job. And maybe it is just this simple life. And that's what truly brings you joy. And that's okay. It's okay for that to bring you joy, but you have to listen to your heart, not to what people tell you is going to bring you joy. And I feel that now, I think after everyone, it's almost like we're going back to like pre-COVID. So we've, you know, we've had the COVID, you know, you know, pandemic around the world and then everyone started to reassess and now everyone's gone back into sort of like the daily momentum. But now they're actually starting to reassess again because it's almost like going, well, do I really want that? And asking those questions and questioning what society has told us all along. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it is that pause. And for many people, that COVID pause was really just so eye-opening. And you started to see life from a different point of view. You started to see yourself from a point, different point of view. Because when we slow down, we gain a better understanding of ourselves. And that was really that moment for many people to slow down. It was a forced slow down. And I really believe it was almost in a way the universe was like, you need to take some credence into your life and understand what you need in your life. But that forced slowdown gave people clarity. And so they have that clarity, but like you said, you get forced kind of back into the job because what's also going on is this sense of scarcity. There's not enough money. There's not enough this. So I have to go back to that job. I have to do this. I don't have a choice. So now you have these competing views of, I have clarity. I know what I want and this doesn't feel right, but I also have fear and scarcity and you have to figure out which one is going to win out. And that's where I think people are kind of getting stuck now. They want more for themselves, but they don't really know how they're going to fit that into their life. Mm, I love it. I want to break this down into two parts because what you just said is like for people to slow down. So how, if people who are listening to this right now, how can they slow down? Because we don't have the pandemic stopping us like to force us. How can they slow down right now to be able to make and even ask those questions? Let's just say how they can ask those questions. Yeah. So unfortunately, it's not going to be those full days or weeks like we did have during the pandemic to literally slow down, but it has to be some intentional effort throughout the day. So what I always, what I do and I recommend people doing is bookending your day. Take, even if you just have five minutes right now, it's five minutes that you're not setting aside. So set aside five minutes when you're laying in bed and just take that five minutes to really allow yourself to have some space allow yourself if it's meditation breath work it can look like a lot of different ways of slowing down and then at the end of the night same thing meditation and breath work or journaling whatever that is for you even just looking out the window and gazing out the window that can be your moment to slow down but it has to start with these tiny moments that you fit into your day and then gradually you can build on them but if you are someone who is busy and going and you're trying to raise kids and a family and you're trying to do all the things so for somebody to say you got to slow down can be really, really hard and frustrating. So it's not that you have to overhaul your life. It's just how can you take the smallest step forward right now? Because I can tell you when you take those small steps forward, you see more doors open. So you just have to take one step into the door. And then when you get in the room, you'll realize that you have many more options. But that just starts with just five minutes. Five minutes is enough for now. And then you can build on that. I love that so much. And it's interesting because we've just released our latest issue of the magazine, which is all on self-love. And I feel like, you know, this really is about you loving yourself enough because, you know, I think as women, we are natural givers. And for us to then receive, I think that's the hard part. But for you to receive from others, you need to first receive from yourself. A hundred percent. That's absolutely it. And you don't realize until you start to take those moments for yourself. And, and self-love, again, looks like many things. And I think it's kind of broadcast as like, oh, the day at the spa is self-love. Like, no, self-love is saying that like, I have permission in this moment to have five minutes to myself in the entire 24 hours of today. Like, that maybe that's your moment of self-love. Like I have permission. I am staking my claim on these five minutes, you know, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is like that shower and you 
just allow yourself to do some breath work in the shower and take a little bit longer of a shower. But it is, you have to start taking action. Like self-love is action. Self-love is intention. That's what it is. It's not just waiting for an op opportune moment for you to show some self love to yourself. It is doing that consistently every single day, those little things. That's so much because it's at five minutes. It actually starts to build momentum as well mm -hmm. so you start to see the benefits so therefore you start to go okay well now I'll add in maybe an extra minute or I'll start doing more things that I love and more things that are actually going to like you said bring that fulfillment and joy back into your life and yeah. then that allows you then to start questioning I guess where you're at and where mm -hmm. I guess you want to be as well Absolutely. And that that's so important. Just asking ourselves the right questions because you can easily get stuck into a place of like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I find the time? Or even worse, I can't find the time. That shuts it off right then and there. And your subconscious mind plays on that. If you ask the wrong questions and you ask something that's negatively driven, like what's wrong with me, it'll find an answer for you. And then that just perpetuates the cycle versus if you can ask the right questions and say, how can I find time today? Just leave it at that. And you will start to find time or how in this moment can I love myself? What is something that I did today that I showed up for myself? Those are the questions. What's a win I had today? Like you start asking yourself the right questions. Even if you don't have the answer, your brain and your mind will start to transform to actually find those answers. And now, like you said, the momentum just gets going and you start to see things clearly and you never want to go back to that past version of yourself. You only want to go forward. Absolutely. I'm such a big believer that like with every conversation, every moment that we have, we are constantly evolving. So with that, you are never the same person you were pretty much five minutes ago. Like I'm not going to be the same person after this conversation because I've learned something new. So you can start making different decisions because you're learning constantly as well. That's it. And, and that's the amazing thing about our minds and our brains is that they're constantly adaptable. I mean, it's literally neuroplasticity. There's there's evidence here. It's not just we were like literally evidence, scientific evidence for this. And that's the beauty of it. So even if you have not shown yourself much love in the last 20 years, in this moment, you can change that. You can move yourself forward. And I think that just needs to be screamed from the rooftops because sometimes you can lose hope and like, how am I ever going to change? I've thought like this for so long. I've had this in my past, this, this, and this. And so it can be very easy to lose hope. But if you realize that you're literally your brain and your mind are just begging you for some kind of different stimulus, some kind of different change, no matter how small it is, it's going to take that and run with it. So right, like you said, in this moment, you have that power. And that's the most amazing thing is that we have the power. You have the power in every day and every moment. I love that so much. And I think, you know, as, you know, people pleasers, as high performing, you know, achievers, you know, all the things that we put on ourselves as well, we forget that you've moved mountains pretty much in your career, your life and all that sort of stuff, but you can actually change inwardly as much as what you've projected outwardly as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've done the hard work. The fact that you're showing up every single day and grinding and grinding and grinding and trying to take care of everybody's emotions around you. I mean, that's the hard stuff. Like, if you ask me, that's much harder than 
then setting some boundaries or showing yourself some love and allowing yourself to experience some joy. So if you can do what you've done and have achieved and grinded and done all the things for years and years and years, you absolutely can change your brain and your mind and move yourself in a better direction because you've proven to yourself that you are capable of whatever you put your mind to. Oh my goodness. That is like, I think everybody needs to hear that because it, you know, we, we, we don't think that like it, everyone goes, oh, that's the easy part. But actually what you've been doing is the absolute hardest <laughs> thing because you've ignored all your wants and needs and put everybody else's first. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's literally like your soul is screaming inside, well, whispering inside of you, but you've ignored it. And now it's, it wants so much more for you. You, you are designed to be great in your life. You're not designed to be on autopilot and make sure everyone else is taken care of. Like you are here to evolve and expand. And when you're not doing that, that's when you meet the turmoil in your life. You're, you're literally, your soul is screaming for attention. It wants to create the life that you deserve. And if you don't listen, listen to it, it's like a kid, it's going to scream a little bit louder. It wants that. So you have to start listening to it and not listen to what everybody tells you is the right thing to do. Absolutely. And I, like, I'm a big believer. I would say that there's three messages that you get given. You get the feather, which is like a little tickle. Then you'll also sometimes get a brick sort of like dropped on your foot. Otherwise you get the Mack truck. And I've had the Mack truck multiple times. It's like head on, push you down, fall over. And then sometimes you listen. So how can we get people to, you know, if they're listening to right now, like get that, you know, like you said, the little whispers, that little tickle that they're sort of getting to, you know, get that inkling to actually say, Hey, I need to start asking these questions or, Hey, I need to actually start giving back to myself. Yeah. So again, one moment is just taking that space. So you do need to have some of those quiet moments, but then just bring awareness to yourself. So bring awareness to your thoughts in a non-judgmental way. So if that looks like journaling or writing it out, then bring awareness to your emotions. How are you feeling in this moment? What do you, what do you feel? And, and really that can be hard, but just allow yourself to move through that and then feeling your body. So what are you experiencing in your body? Are you feeling tension in your chest? Do you feel like your shoulders are up by your ears? Do you feel like your, your feet are just like heavy? Whatever that is, just start bringing awareness to all aspects of yourself in, again, a loving way. Don't, don't look at that as if like, what's wrong may just start noticing from like an outsider's perspective, like, oh, I see that. So that's, that's really a starting point is that quiet time, the awareness. And then as you start to do that, you're going to start to recognize that this is how you're moving throughout the day. And when you have that awareness, now you can move yourself in a different direction, but it has to start with just how am I feeling? What's my experience in this moment? Mm, just being present. You know, I think, you know, we're all, we do all live very busy lives now, but be present in the moment like I love that book the power is it the power of now um I'm mm -hmm. gonna totally mess that up um but you know like just being present in that moment and sometimes it could just be you know looking at the the leaves you know rustling in the wind you know like all you know hear the the falling snow like all those little things they just actually come back down to right now not thinking mm -hmm. about next five minutes or you know tomorrow's task 
Yeah. And, and going off of that, it, it literally is like a muscle. So if you were going to bench press, you wouldn't start from zero and then go to 300. So don't expect this to be like a super easy thing to be present, because if you're someone who's always task oriented and going, going, sitting quiet for five minutes could feel like really difficult for you. So give yourself some grace on that and actually look at that. If you feel like you're getting redirected into things as an opportunity to strengthen that muscle. So if you're sitting there quietly and then you start thinking of the, your to-do list, say, say, okay, I see that. And now I'm going to take myself back to this moment. And every time that happens that you get distracted is a chance and an opportunity for you to strengthen that muscle to be present. So that was something that was really eye-opening to me because I would get frustrated, like, what is wrong with me? I can't even just sit here for five minutes and have a quiet brain, quiet mind. And then when I, I recognize that, like, this is actually opportunity. This is building that muscle. So you have to be intentional and do that so that you can actually strengthen your mind's muscle to bring yourself back to that present moment. Yeah, I absolutely love this conversation. I think it, like this is what is needed in the world right now because there's so many people who I guess are just going back to that sort of daily grind and, you know, really need to ask themselves the questions of what do they want for themselves and actually giving themselves permission to do that. But like you said, to give them some time for themselves because, you know, we are, we give to so many others, but we forget to give to ourselves. So I love what you're bringing to this world um, with it. I want you to sort of just explain to people how they can work with you, because I think what you do is just so needed. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually have a, a course. I'm in the middle of it right now, but I'll be launching it again in a few months, but it's called Thriving Under Pressure. So it's, my four pillars are physical health, mental health, spiritual health, and emotional health. And so it dives into that awareness, taking space, and literally just being in the course gives you that space. So you go into bringing awareness. It works through nervous system regulation. So it's the body coming back into a state of balance. And then it works through subconscious mind reprogramming. So diving into the root cause of why do you think you need to be stuck in these patterns? And that's really what it is. It's, it's we have these programs that make us think that we have to please everybody or make us think that we have to achieve for our worth to be present, make us think that we have to do all these things. So it integrates that. So that's the best way to find me, but um, I'm on social media, Dr. Kelly Kessler and um, optimaluhealthandwellness.com. Yeah. And we're going to put all the details below so that everyone can reach out to you. I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us. Before we go, I've got five very random questions that I would love for you to answer. And these are just uh, fun questions that people can get to know you a little bit better as well. So question number one is, do you prefer to read a book or to watch a movie? Read a book for sure. Yeah. I, I, I've never really been a movie person. I really wasn't a reader for many years either, but now like, I mean, I've been reading for the past few years and I just, I love to read. Yeah. Do you prefer an actual book or like a Kindle? book I am yeah. not an electronic yeah. reader my eyes get buggy like I need the book like I yeah. need to flip and I need the bookmark I like to see my progress <laughs> exactly I feel like I have a Carrie Bradshaw moment sometimes I smell the pages because like I just I don't <laughs> yes. know there's something about that so <laughs> I love you I like to feel the book like I, I'm a book person old school <laughs> yeah in the morning are you a coffee or tea person 
coffee yes oh, very yeah. much coffee I do yeah. love tea at night though so coffee morning and then like herbal tea at night amazing amazing and would you prefer to be in the country or at the beach country I I live in the country right now and I just I love my space I love the fresh air and yeah country all day I do love the beach but I would choose country over that amazing and the last one is that if you're going on a holiday would you prefer to travel by boat or by plane uh plane yeah (laughs) I've been on boats I I I can do it for a short term but I'm not a huge fan of boats I I would much rather choose a plane just get me there so I can start enjoying it (laughs) exactly exactly amazing thank you so much Kelly for being here today I really appreciate you sharing your gifts and you know I just really I just know that there's so many takeaways out of today and we're going to pop all the details below how people can reach out to you so thank you for being here oh thank you so much I I truly enjoyed it as well so thank you for having me thank you for those who have watched this episode if you have any comments make sure you leave them below if you've liked this episode make sure you hit the like and subscribe button and remember to live life to the fullest every single day love and light to you all